It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents The World's Most Wondrous Year, a Savage World's Pulp Adventure. small word of warning. This game is played at a table with a baby and a toddler. Expect a little bit of crying and some periodic toddler commentary throughout the podcast, but that dies off about 30 minutes to an hour in when we put the kids to bed. Thanks for your patience. Episode 8. Voice of the editor here. Jan, who plays Jeremy Wright, unfortunately had other time commitments and couldn't keep up with the game, so he had to bail out. This is his last session, and as you'll hear, there is an appropriate exit for his character. Thanks for playing. Okay, so when last we left you, um, you were on the side of a giant double skyscraper-sized mummy that was on its way to crush Cairo. (laughs) Don't start many sessions off with that. Yeah. It's good that you told us that because I think we might have forgotten. Yeah, that's yeah, where I, we were. I know it's just another one of those dull, generic, you know, two D four goblin style encounters. Yeah. Thank you. Seen one giant mummy, seen them all. All right, and except we have only seen one giant mummy because we got first building size. We had finished the round. You have defeated the right leg and the right arm. Lift. Lift. Top seat, I'm sorry. Mm. Left leg, left arm. Now what's your... um, and the rest of the mummy is what's still going. And we are starting into a new round, if everyone's happy. Oh, okay. So none of us are thrown or shaken? Nope. Oh, sweet. The arms and the torso are both shaken. Sweet. Paralis. Everyone else is fine. Fast and tricky. <laughs> Jack, Jack. Queen for peace. Five cards for all. Pete's on the table. King for so one. This is Pete's character sheet. Five for Doctor Strange, so that's got to be Joker's for Oh, those are some nice low limb numbers. Yeah. This could be the round where we turn turn things around on the mummy, guys. I suppose the last round mm-hmm. we all got horribly, horribly chaotic. So, the booming voice rings out again as... As Sekhmet's left arm swoops down and goes to pick up a handful of sand again, and it mostly just kind of tinkles through his ectoplasmic hand and spills back into the desert, and the, the ectoplasmic head stares the ectoplasmic hand. Ushdishara Nura, doom will come upon this city. All those who would steal from Sekhmet's empire and build in its place will be destroyed. And he rugs forward across the desert. <laughs> and we begin with we were in first, which I believe is Mr. Mm. Banan. I think I'll just step in the camera. 
Um, in the foot. <laughs> I don't remember all the modifiers, but I seem to remember that a cold shot was a good one against this guy. Um, so a cold shot is minus four to hit, plus four to damage, and you are in a plus four to hit him because of his sheer monumental size. That would be Um, this is your picture, yep. You step down into the stand instead of one of the ectoplasmic veins running through it. Yes, of course, it is quite the art hanging on one hand, stabbing with the other kind of thing. Look what I have made on So the, the torso is not shaken, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, it is shaken. Oh, okay, good. Alright. I'm going to. Pete's going to move on to the um, other. into the first zone of the arm. Which one's you? Uh, the one with the stick. Uh, yep. And then he is going to have a bash at the arm with his wrench. Mm-hmm. On the basis that we need to divide our targets a little bit. Cold shots? No cold shots? Um, I am going to make no, it... No, it's a shaking as well. Ah, uh, yes. I am going to make it a cold shot. Yep. And Ooh. I roll double ones okay. on a regular wrench fighting roll. Okay. So, a crit fumble. And basically, bash down on it and swing and... Miss entirely and sort of have to end up having to hang on to the side instead of actually striking. Yep. You don't suffer additional penalties to the crit fumble beyond the fact that um, you can't re-roll it with a normal hero point. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, sweetheart, I can now that I've had my action, I can take Mr. Luke off and organise change and feed for him. Yep. You will need to look after a princess. Yep, no problem. Zoe, could you come down and see Daddy, please? Mummy needs to go and change Luke. You can help me. You can help me be the games master. Want to help me be the games master? You tell people what happens to who is next. It's Adam. Ooh. Okay. I would like to do a. I wonder if I can do Smart's trick on this guy. He seems to have some base intelligence. Yeah, you you <laughs> don't know. Your guess as a player is as good a guess as you're going to get. Okay, I'm going to uh, go to the back side of the leg, I somewhere that's hard to reach. The back side of the leg. <laughs> So you don't go and bother mummy, eh? You can play out here with your toys if you want, or you can sit on the look like lozenges. What do you want to do? Lay <laughs> <laughs> out the shame dice. Yes. Sweetie. They're there to soothe the as well as provide it. Do you want to sit on dad again? And if you get taken to Amy because you swallowed them, then you are shamed. <laughs> <laughs> you are shamed some more. So, I'd like to go to the back of the leg. Yep. It's a pretty three-dimensional fight. And... Basically, I want not to damage the um, ectoplasmic veins, but irritate them. Tinky, 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 tinky. No, no, more like, you know when you get one of those really annoying scratches? Uh, Yeah, like that. You're going to have an eczema. Yes. Give it a phantom pain. (laughs) (laughs) So, this sounds more like an agility trick than a smarts one. Yeah, physically touching things. Why not? 
Right, go for the roll. No, no. Oh. Oh, there was a slice. Wonderful. Let's them, guys. It's okay, sweetheart. That's why we put them on the table. So that's a ten. Okay. And as you start basically trying to sort of scratch at the vein, the leg of course endeavours to jerk around and jerk away from this. Now, could Daddy have one of those dice, sweetheart? Or do you want to roll for Daddy? I have to roll for Daddy. Okay. So you roll that one for me, please. Ooh, it's three. Daddy can roll this other one. Daddy shouldn't roll dice. <laughs> and the lemon. <laughs> Daddy so should be banned from the dice. Try and do this. You get a couple of little scratches, and the leg goes thrash, and you basically hang on the side and fling back and forth instead of accomplishing what you're going for. Pity. No. Oh, was that a defense roll? Yeah, uh, it's a post agility. Mm-hmm. House to lay it. It's a back one. Mm-hmm. House to lay it. I'm going to come over here as well. Five minutes to beat. Okay. Uh, is that an agility? No. no. You, if you want to, if you're only stepping one zone, you can. Remember, they're, they're actually physically connected to each other, yeah. torso and the arms. They're not separately floating entities like the map shows. Okay, no, I just want to go down, down there. No biscuits. Um, can I shoot it? Yes, you can. So, to can remind you of this, um, this is a minus two for being an unstable platform. Yes, and I meant minus two again. Well, it might be four so yeah. yeah. And then if you want to take cold shots on top of that. No, can. I'm not taking cold shots. Okay. Ah, minus four. Superhero. No. Yeah. No. Bang, 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 bang. You can see the other bits of mummy below you. Convinced it's there somewhere. Alright. Uh, then it is Jeremy. Yeah. So we get a minus two for... For being on the mummy? Right. No, no, certain types of attacks, which are a minus two. Ranged attacks are minus two, because you're on a moving platform. You're basically shooting off a moving platform, so it depends what you're doing. Okay, I'm just going to I'm just going to do a normal shot to the chest. There. And remember, there's the... Um, I think you... Were you here when the Scarab Beetles came out? Oh, yes. Yep, there's Scarab Beetles in your zone as well. Oh. <laughs> and you're left on your own. <laughs> you actually haven't dealt it, so... Can he repair it again? Uh, and I think this came up after you left last time too. Um, the the option occurred to make repair checks against the torso to try and block off the various exits and entrances to stop the scarab beetles getting out. Could I throw a bomb without hitting myself? Uh, potentially, yes. So the way this works is you throw the bomb. If you succeed with a raise, then you don't hit yourself. Okay. What <laughs> can I? Okay. In that case, could I just? But the the only way to throw it and not hit yourself is to throw it into a zone that you are not in. Could I d- just move? Yes, you could. And then throw it. Yes, you could. Okay. That's actually not a bad place to be. Because uh, then that because that's the only attacking limb left. <laughs> that will get the scarabs as well, right? It the will. Foot. Yeah, but the foot's not going to kick the arm, is ah, it? Ah, so it's six. Mm, so no. Eight. So you are at a minus two to this because you still suffer the. This is your your laceration fragmentation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Man, everyone popped onto the arm. The whole idea was to split our targets. So, now everyone followed me. So, <laughs> like shooting, you suffer the unstable platform penalty because as you go to throw it, you're the arm back and forth. Yeah. You fling it. You activate this um, without a raise, so it hits everything in the zone for two d six damage, I believe. 
Okay, and then I can spend for double the power points. I can do um, an extra D6. So I'll do that. Well, the, you you need to blow those before you roll. Yeah, you can't oh. find out that you hit and then say, "Now I want to spend." Oh, extra that's power. what I that's what I always wanted. <laughs> We don't always get what we want at full max position. So that's 11... 14. Nice. 14 damage. Okay. <coughs> I don't actually have a lot of power points. So. Let's get to the end of the fight. <laughs> There's shredded beetles splattered all over the walls <coughs> of stone. You can knock those scarab beetles off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get shaken and wounded and gone. Um, the torso itself, however, um, appears to largely shake this off. You are throwing bits of fragmented gear into a huge stone pyramid, basically. It takes on the side of the stone. There's no particular evidence this does anything much. Hmm. Okay. And that is where we need to use repair to see what's up. Yeah. That is where we will have a pause for the time now. <laughs> we cut back in. And it's Luke good. is frankly fighting his bottle. Yeah, Luke's not interested in drinking formula. Yep. He's decided that's passe. And it is the leg, so... So how did we get on anyway? Did we get any good hits of? Nope. Uh, the scarab beetles got shredded to bits. Oh, right. And that was our sole accomplishment of the round? Well yep. done, guys. <laughs> Although in all fairness, I missed like crazy as well, so I'm hardly... Uh, I tried I tried to start up the agility track, but those legs are more agile than you give them credit for. Ah, uh, yep. Um, can you possibly pass me a piece of sludge? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, the... Leg begins thrashing wildly. Not again. Uh, and can everyone make me an agility check? <laughs> oh dear. Fail. You're not on the leg. Oh wait, no, it's, it's everyone. It's everyone. Oh, oh, can I? Can I? I just need a four to succeed. I got a nine. Yeah, might as well stay on for a little longer. It's only wild this is my new wild it, It's only versus four primes. So. Cool, made it. Okay. I three. Everyone's fine? Yep. The leg thrashes wildly, everyone clings on. You got three, did you say? Yeah. So, so you full prime? No, I paid a uh, Oh right. Penny. Okay, fair enough. Um, and Leagues. I mean uh, Susan. Oh, except Jonathan Jonathan Bale? Yeah, I rolled a five, so minus two is Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Are you full prone? So yeah. you're prone. Why shaking. are you minus? Oh right, mummy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or are you shaking already? No. No, no I'm prone. Cool. That's um. nice to show that you're prone rather than shaken. This is really dry, but between shaken and injured, we should have stirred. Right. <laughs> 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 at least your wife thinks you're funny. <laughs> Hey, I, at least I make myself laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is going point. Okay, so that's the legs? Yep. So the legs unshook? Uh, the legs weren't shaken. You do realise oh, that the, the same the torso excuse for shaking, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Doctor Strange. I think I'm starting to see some more patterns with the 
the process of, of how things are being destroyed and letting out new thingy watsits and stuff. So I'm going to try some new occulty little rituals and see if they work a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go for an occult. I'm going to yell at the leg. <laughs> Strategically with weird languages. Because that's how I do. Um, so that was a 10. Minus 2 is 8. Minus 4. It's minus 4, not minus 2. It's minus yeah, 4 because you're doing a magic spell. The minus okay, two so I've got a 4 then. Uh, well, you've got 10, 10 minus, minus four. 4 is 6. No, 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 no. I've got a minus 6 because I've got a minus 2. Oh, oh are you wounded? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... And the banished spell one. inflicts another minus 1. It's a minus oh, 1 and a minus four. 1. Oh. However, she... Were you doing the banished spell or were you doing another... Diff- diff- no, I think she was doing the banished spell. She's just saying she's got new ideas about how to do it. Yeah. Okay. So that's a success. Well, a 4 is a... Sorry, it's an opposed roll, isn't it? It's yeah, a 4. I believe it. I'm pretty sure it's an opposed roll. Right. <laughs> Which one of you guys did you have to fix it? How last time? I'm feeling a little bit yeah, faster around the edges. But you literally weren't here, so... Mm. No, I like played my team. Yes, yes. Okay, so the legs will resist this. They are fighting legs. The scarab beetles are no longer an initiative. They walk away. Um, Then the arms and the torso both try and shake. Yep. Arms first. Oh dear. <laughs> yep, this is just for the raise. There's a torso on here. Unshake and don't act. Yep. Uh, so. We're getting fumbled again. So you can stand them both up because they're both act. They're both yep. shaking. So the arm that you guys are on lifts up and goes. Crunch. Oh. Maximum complication of people. Smash the toe some more. <laughs> yeah, he's not me. Come and save me. Let's have, this let's is have another try. It actually. Now, Mister. This one has come up. So, um, nope. Can you make an agility check for the two of you that are on the foot? Uh, you're, you're getting crushed by the giant arm and that's making an agility check for half damage. Um, that's a nine for me. He wants it. Okay. And oh, on, really on a success with a raise, you uh, dodge it altogether, basically. Yeah, I, I got a success with a raise to nine. Yeah, so the arm comes crushing down, you dodge away, yeah. and Bernard gets caught. I am so super focused. Bernard gets caught <laughs> with a little finger scraping him through the sand. <laughs> Five versus your toughness. My toughness is four. Okay, so it shakes you. As opposed to um, with, if, if you were at half damage, you'd be shaking and wounded. Right. That's Who's already wounded? I know some people were. Uh, I'm wounded. I'm wounded. Right. Is it just on the stranger? I'm wounded. Ah, yeah, just the stranger there. So no one that matters. Oh, I would not say that at all. I would say there's two people that matter. Thank you. Okay. Old woman matters. Um, 
Oh, and can this is the sorry, this was the first time this had come up. Uh, can the three people that are on the arm when it raises up and starts smashing down make agility checks? Right. Yes. You are getting okay. shaken and thrashed around again. No, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Right, with minus two. Not yet. Well, nice. Being in the mummy. Yep. Ooh. Uh, seven. Yep, you're fine. I make it. Oh, it's just the fourth one, right? Yep. I make it. Uh, and that's Jeremy as well. Yeah, You're fine? Good. I got a okay, so the three of you all have to cling on as the arm comes up and the sort of sand bicep flexes a bit. You hang off the sides, it squishes Bernard and then moves on with its life. And we go to the next round. Okay, sweetie, he, as far as I can tell, he's got no interest whatsoever in this formula. He's yep. had a tiny bit of it and he doesn't want it anymore. Yep. I'm happy to sit with him for a while or put him down or for you to have a go at feeding him, it's up to you. Would you like me to wrestle him do that? Well, you can have a try and see if he wants it. Bring me the baby. Bring the formula. Bring the second place. Bring the baby feeding for this. Don't need a. Bring the fourth, the second fourth. But the first fourth is too cute. The first fourth has gone to bed already, so we don't have access to the first fourth. As two two for Grant. Oh, oh, shit. Somebody's got a nugget. Oh, great. Save us, Wonder Butler. You say that. He got the Joker. Yeah. So So suddenly you get your cape out and you start flying around. You you may act whenever you like, including interrupting other people's actions. I shall go first. Yep. Um, And I shall try and unshake this first. Yep. So that's bigger. Uh, it is spirit to unshake, oh, and you are a plus two, two bonus to every action you take because you've got the Joker. Oh, okay. I thought that was just for the coloured Joker. No, no, it's not. Not. no, no. any of them. The coloured Joker is no, more the, special. The only Joker. thing the coloured Joker you does, act. I think, is um, I, I let it be the tiebreaker if we had multiple people with Jokers. Right. Because mm, there's that? two Jokers in the oh. deck. Oh, you're doing that so much better than I was. <laughs> well, this formula isn't full of bucks. Ah. Uh, Okay, you unshake and connect. What do you want to do? I'm going to do two actions. I'm going to um, use butlering to try and unfatigue you. Yeah. And I shall stand with my umbrella as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so you are at a minus two to each of them because of the thing, and then a plus two to the Joker, so it's even Stevens. Cool. So, spellcasting first. Um. Thermos of tea? I think you're looking a bit plus. I'm pretty sure your mouth is a bit dry from all the. Uh, oh, quite, quite. Um, so that unchecks you, which you're not, but it also removes a little fatigue. Yay! <laughs> no more fatigue, yay! Uh, it doesn't matter in this case, just to be clear, it does one or the other of those things. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, it can, okay. it can do several different things. It unshakes, it removes fatigue, I think it can regain consciousness and that sort of thing as well. Yes. But but it's one use one. per ah, spell. Right, so, okay. Um, right, fighting. Otherwise, it would be really, really good for the one power point it Cool. Um, cool drop. Yep. Yeah, that's that's like, yeah. Oh jeez, dude, uh, dude, plus another two if you haven't counted already from yeah, the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. You, you quite comfortably yeah. hit the league with a raise. Yeah. So that's whatever your normal umbrella damage is plus a d6, and you still add a plus two. Oh, okay. I am contributing. You have a six there. Yeah, it's yours. No. Oh, jeez! So, 14, 16, 22. 
Because once we use them, they're gone. Yeah, I suppose. Have you already used that power this nope. refresh? Nope. You didn't use it last week? Nope. Sure? I'm sure. You I would have marked it out if I did. Yeah, a little box there you yep. can track it on? Okay, that's fine. This is a blue. Yeah. Which will enable you to re-roll it. Okay. Let's do something a little bit better than the double one. <laughs> yeah, so all you need is eight. Oh, one with a three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you're, you're, so you're that not, is prone rather than falling off. Okay. Which is a, so that, no, that's shaking. It's not D&D. Use, use the dice to represent the prone. That's uh, what John wants to do. There we are. Maybe it's rolling over two with a three. <laughs> is there a dummy down there for me? Uh, not at present, but I can take one. I can also just put him to bed whenever. You get a great job. He has had his eats. So... Somebody's gonna fall belly. Oh, sorry. That's right, thanks for moving. I just need to get in there to get in. Ooh, leaking. Oh, no. Oh, leaking. Yeah. Beep, beep, you learned a lesson from you, Luke. Still going? Yep. I've had to get it up a little. Jared? Oh. You've got a lot of tissues. That lifetime supply of tissues is still looking for you, right? <laughs> I don't 
don't know if you remember the, that I, I got hundreds of boxes for Leftover Corner Convention. Yep. Went through them all eventually. <laughs> Did you, did you want to? No, we, we had a. Um, Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It was a um, nurses' convention that I was organising. Mm-hmm. And um, we, you know, we had giveaway packs for everything, and it came with um, like those little, like 40, 40 tissues in a box style, tissue pack style of thing, among other gadgets and gizmos. Mm-hmm. And we had an entire crate, we had two entire crates of them left over. And no use for them, so I just took them up. And over the course of about half a year, made over through. Because you go through them quite fast, little, little, little boxes. Well, there's a lull. Oh, wow. Much. Okay, so. There's legs. And the next one's torso. Next one's arms. Um, oh, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Okay, I have one more, but then it needs to go up the other end of the table far from me. Did you get your squiggles? <laughs> yeah, I did get my squiggles. Good. Last. Alright. So. I'm trying, but my willpower just isn't safe. That's unsurprisingly. <laughs> mash, 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 mash. You two again. Agility checks? Agility checks? Uh, Susan, you're at minus one for being pro, and additionally pro penalties you're taking. That's my last one for the night, so I'll save in that. Mm-hmm. Is anybody prepared to have more fudge, or has everybody had too much already? Okay, now I can go. <laughs> so success without a raise. Five. Half damage. Four. Half damage. It's super good. But there's an awful lot in here. <coughs> I think uh, we're ready for you to Four. Never. Four. Four, because it's half, right? Yep, yep. Plus the extra. Oh, okay, yep. So. I've had over, I've had one. That would be so <laughs> good. Damn it, just one over my toughness. So it shakes me as well. Yep, shaken and prone. Burn it. Shaken and prone. I'm going to sleep on my dive. Oh, shaken and not prone. Oh. Yeah. And the three of you who are on the arm as it moves, agility check. I made it. No, I actually, that made it. I'm basically agility, but that's still happening. I've got two sixes and four on my D6. It's just four and prone if you're failing. Yeah, and I am. I'm good. Pete's prone as well. I'm just sleeping on my dice. Mm-hmm. Are you all on there, Mara? It's Jeremy that's on there. You're climbing as a leader. You're in the safe spot. You're not on the arm. Taking it easy. So, Jeremy, agility check from you as well as the other players? Yeah, I got a five. Okay, you're fine. Arms are done. Torso! <laughs> Release the scarab. Yep. Releases another set of scarab beetles. People that aren't the mummy. Um, <gasps> we have a nine over there. Yep. Yeah. Yep, nine of hearts. Doctor Strange. Okay. Try to unshake. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that was um, spirit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Seven. Um, one, six, one. Six, six. Six. Yes. Raise, uh, success without success without raise. But you're still prone. No, you can oh, do that still as a free action. action. You can stand up from prone if you so okay. desire as a free action. Yeah, sure. I think what she was meaning is she's still... Well, she's neither oh. shaken nor prone, and yeah. I'm right. <laughs> 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 the step that we're missing is that I hadn't said I, I need to become unprone. Yeah. Um, but you were assuming I was going to do it, which I was. So. Yeah. <coughs> my turn now? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to stand up. Mm. And I'm going to shoot the arm again. Mm-hmm. Minus four. 
Three total with your penalties. Yep, uh, that will miss the arm. Yep. So minus two for the mummy penalty. Yeah. Yep. Minus two for moving platform. Minus two for moving platform. Um, oh, you didn't move last uh, time, did you? Or does standing up count as moving? The other question was you didn't say it was a cold shot? I'm not doing cold shots. So you get a plus four bonus, did it? Oh. Yeah, but she has a minus because of money mummy fears and stuff. No, no, yeah. we didn't include the bonus to it though, is what we're saying. So um so that adds up to seven. Yeah, that cancels out the yeah, which you'll quite comfortably hit regardless. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if standing up is a considered move. And if not, then that will bring it up to nine. Which may be a success with the raise, which you'll certainly need damage wise. Give us a tooltip while you're loading. <laughs> <laughs> to fight giant bummies, use the call shot action. <laughs> Uh, no, it is in fact a movement to get up and throw it. So it's a hit. Yep. Without raise, so yep. regular shotgun damage. 7 plus 1 is 8. Regular shotgun. shotgun. Pistol. So, sorry, regular pistol. I just okay. used the wrong word. I know they blow thing. holes in the arms. Most of it, the sand puffs out, but it does seem to hang limp and go shaking. Nice mm. job. Mm. Uh, it's me. Pete. Finish Alright, um Pete. I will stand up from pro. Yep. Undo the bolts in the arm. And um yep, <laughs> yep, I will hit it with my wrench. Yep. Cold shot? Uh yes, cold shot. Yep. Okay, uh which I feel will not be quite enough. Um but I get a gang up bonus. Yes you do, from the two people Plus two. in the same zone as you have. Which means I've got a six to hit. Okay, so that will hit. Yeah, the raise, unsurprisingly. No, that's not very surprising at all, but that is a strength plus d8, so that's 2d8 damage. Yep, plus, plus four. 4. Okay, uh, 10 damage. Yeah, which will be enough to wound it, which falls it to spend its last spare hero point. Yay! At which point it will presumably succeed and it rolls spectacular. Oh! <gasps> Oh, is that still enough <laughs> given it's only I'm probably only getting one wound I believe it's stuffed anyway because it's if it's on a crit fumble it's auto failing even uh, if it's excellent. It, it has a large bonus yeah. which is bringing it up to a which will still bring it up to success but the, because of but the if crit. it's a crit fail it gets eaten I believe so let me just look that up <laughs> you hit it in just the right spot. Well, I'm only wounding it a bit, remember. But critical yeah. fumble is always a fail, regardless of the total roll. Sweet. Nice. So you <coughs> look round, and literally the, the sort of vein on it is moving as Jeremy and um, Jonathan are taking shots at it. And you look around and you see where you think it's going to go, and turn around and swing for the basically the shoulder joint. And swing the wrench down like a golf club and carve into the shoulder joint, and there is a crack and a <laughs> and a style of sound, something oozy getting hit, and then all the sand around you just disintegrates as the arm is destroyed. Oh, right. 
There was a sign in ancient Egyptian which said, yeah. Fragile, do not smash with spanner. Everyone on it can make an agility check if they want to leap back to the torso. Yeah. Which yeah. is filled with scarabs. I fail. Um, I've got a five. You're gonna you're gonna fall off the arm more specifically. This might be a good time to spend a hero point. However, um the I succeed. The falling damage is not as horrific as it could be, because we are playing under the um, light falling damage rules. Right, yeah, because we're prop guys. Did you make yep. it, Jeremy? Yeah. All falling damage it's gets just hard. A success requirement. Yep. So up to you. You can fall off or um <clears throat> oh, um, given that the mummy spent a red hero point against me, I don't get one because it was a soaker roll? Correct. Yes, yeah. not using it like a, a red point. Yep. Okay. Oh, um, normally you get them um, for villain soaking in the first place, but yeah, because yeah. this is a... Because Jonathan's a light little It's agile actually a giant soaky monster is the thing that it does. You don't get paid the hero points for them. Yeah. Okay, so you all leap in to the leap onto the pyramid, grab onto various nooks and crannies and rocks, and feel okay, and then you hear the ch- 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 and realize that it's full of beetles, of course. Yep. And nice work, team. Hmm. Is that now? Roy Bobby. Amara to go. And I suppose. <laughs> if you want to act. <laughs> Hmm. You, you just keep you around for the crazy hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 the sex symbol that sells the emo teenage girl demo. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, he's like the tall, gaunt loner who you know, no one understands. Played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's the everything. <laughs> he is the Kevin Bacon of our generation. Yeah, I will move up. I know who's playing my character. <laughs> Gonagall. <laughs> of course. Hey, Brooke, McGonagall's a bit strict to be someone as dippy as your character. What's the same actress? Yeah, actress. Exactly. We're not talking. What are you up to? Yeah. Um, I'm trying the repair roll to okay. keep them in there. Go for it. It's not a critical failure. Yep. You're, you're trying to push the scarabs back and you're like, yeah, I don't want to touch them with my hands. <laughs> okay, Jeremy. Okay, I'm going to shoot the coming out of the dark place. Sure, the spells. With a gun? Yes. Yeah. And I don't suffer any moving penalty? You do not. Yeah. No. <laughs> Same rule as me. Yeah, well, you probably weren't going to succeed anyway. You're trying to shoot a swarm with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it can work. Blam, 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 blam. It was a joke, wasn't there? How far away from Cairo are we right now? Uh, it has gone from being on the horizon. You were about an hour's camel ride out of the yep. city. It has gone from being on the horizon to actually quite close. You ah. can see the buildings. You can hear the faint, distant shouts of people going, what? Holy shit! Yeah, what the, what the, the fuck is that in Arabic? <laughs> yeah. the, the Arabic version of Gojira! Sekbeto! <laughs> 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 Hey, Pete. Yes. Jeremy. Oh, come on. Bernard, which one are you on? I love the dragon. You don't have to. You have a 10. Wow. One after the other. Holy heck. And there we are. Nice low numbers. I think this could be our mummy killing round. You're missing a lump. 
Uh, no, no, I got no. blown up, remember? Um, I was I dealt the scarabs in before, I shouldn't have. They're oh, okay. reacting on the torso. Uh, do we want to... Well, no one else is going to... Yes, you're quite right. The arms yeah, don't... The last one, the no, last so, one. Sorry, Susan, I misunderstood what you're saying. You are entirely correct. The arms don't need to deal in. That's that. Thank you. <laughs> so now so, I'm just... I'd, I'd have probably noticed when they started bashing you. <laughs> I would have taken They you do absolutely nothing. Wait, what? <laughs> Okay, and we're not going to do this. I'm not smash. Do I have to clear my whole move before I uncheck? No. Okay. No, you, you uncheck as your first action or not? That was a. Uh, um, you exploded un- all over un- that un- is <laughs> Unshaking is not an action, so it doesn't give you any multi action penalties or anything. Right, right. Um, so you're on. I think I'll just stay since I have plus two. The torso yeah. has one hero point left. The legs no longer have any, so they, they are <laughs> incapable of soaking. If you take the leg out, then, you know, yes. it can't go. Oh, it might not be able to go anywhere. It could just collapse. Like, it's still walking on the fake yeah. ectoplasmic leg. But, but yeah, it's yeah. still being steadied by this one, Is so it, like, it might collapse. No, but what you will actually see if you look at it is when the ectoplasmic la- it leg steps on the sand, it only leaves the very faintest imprint, like it's barely actually touching upon it. Whereas when the big heavy sand leg lands, it leaves a big, huge footprint, crater-sized footprint. That's not good. That's so not are you doing the full job? <laughs> you are, right? Plus I'm doing a spine made of sand. Yeah. Stabs. Yeah, Just no raise. raise. No raise. Okay, so roll raise. your st- umbrella stabbing damage. Stabbing damage. Plus two. Nine. Stabs. Uh, the legs are shaken. Yay! I'm shaking, I'm shaking. That's, That's me. me. Now, you're <coughs> remembering the cold shot damage on that? Oh, no. right. I'll 13. Thanks. And now we have to survive. Now, actually, I don't have to survive that. You got to. Okay. Um, so, Bernard, you. Uh, uh, sort of getting up and having been crushed repeatedly by this giant <laughs> sand hand. Yeah, because it's just been you taking all the damage. You've been it? smashed down to the ground repeatedly. You're rolling up, and just there, you see sort of this ve- this gleaming vein that you can see between the big toe and the next toe. As as this as it steps forward, the toes splay out slightly, and you ah, ah and lean forward basically over the side, sort of hanging between the toes, jam the sword in, oh. and the leg goes thrash, 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 and the sand goes shoof off it, and then the, the entire creature staggers and collapses forward. Yay! Kill shot. Alright, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> roll your falling off a mummy. Um, so at this point, the entire thing goes over, um, and the what we will see is basically we see you guys going, ah, and flailing your arms and things, but we see the greater wider shot of Sekhmet, the giant mummy, falls forward, kunk, kunk, kunk. Smack hits the sand, and the whole thing just disintegrates essentially. So there are huge piles of sand splaying everywhere, all over the camera. Um, the, on the camera. ectoplasm kind of splashes up into the air and then just dissipates as it does so. Hmm. Uh, remember that the torso was the bit that didn't have an amulet to go with it. Yep, the pyramid. Um, yes. Yeah, so as these other bits get taken out, Sekhmet ceases to rise, collapses, and dissipates his spirit. With 
a scream in ancient Egyptian of Nyeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
Okay, can I soak or do the super soak So thing? basically how this works is you guys go ah, falling, smash into the sand, and a moment later the heavy stones of the pyramid which are falling to bits around you go thud, 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 thud all around you. Um, some of them will bludgeon you on the way down. So we'll, we'll go around in order. Jonathan, you take 11 versus your toughness. My toughness is 5. Okay, so that shakes you. Yep. Um, and wounds you on 9, doesn't wound you again. And Pete? Uh, I have 8 toughness, so, yeah, so 11. 11 shakes you. Yep, I am shaken. And Jeremy, a 9 versus your toughness? Uh, He's got five. five. Shakes you and wounds you. And yes, if you wish to spend a hero point to soak it, you can. How do you still have four? He hasn't been here for some of it. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I'll skip. How do I right. okay. make a vigor check? Vigor is d6. Yep. Oh. <laughs> 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 what was that? Garrett's dice fell down and changed his number from a failure to a success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fell down and changed the number. <laughs> so that's a success. Yep. So then soaks you one wound. Which means you're also not shaken. Okay. Not wounded. So you go with the ground. Oh, really? You didn't shake the wounds. Oh, right. What, what word did you say that was the Arabic word for no? Nine. Uh, not Arabic, ancient Egyptian. Oh, sorry, ancient Egyptian. I'm just going to say, I'll try that again. Um, doesn't have Egyptian. Heavens know how you spell it. I would guess N-I-E-N. Um, it would be a hieroglyph. Splat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... What am I doing? So the mummy collapses in the sand. People fall down. Uh, the the scarab beetles swarm up and then get splattered by stones falling on them, as they deserve. By stones. Ah. And we see, for a moment, there is just complete silence over the desert. Just sand everywhere, nobody to be seen. And then people start to sit up slightly with the <coughs> coughing sand out and running fingers to their hair, etc., etc. Uh, Mara, you have the option to reappear at any given point. You can sit up coughing out of the sand with everyone else, or you can just disappear to be seen again at a later interval. Uh, specifically, death defiance. But bear in mind it's going to slow the party down yeah. if you disappear because we'll have to go looking uh. for you. You may you may re-enter you may re-enter the scene whenever you please to give an explanation of your harrowing survival. Okay. Um, yeah. As um, the pyramid collapses, everybody else picks himself up over the sand. There's a bit of pyramid standing out of the top. Quick! There's a you managed to duck into the door where the scarabs are coming out because you're small, tiny, and you can fit. <coughs> okay, so yeah, I will. I will appear on the top of the pyramid, triumphant. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of you sort of set up, coughing in the sand, and look around. Of course, Maru is nowhere to be seen for the moment. Kid, <coughs> kid, up here. And looking up into the sun, <laughs> you can see the silhouetted little figure waving hand. Maru, my dear. What appears to be largely now an inverted pyramid sticking out of the sand, like the top three or four levels have been jammed into the sand, 
And then you see the rest of the pyramid sticking out like this. That's that's going to make quite the tourist attraction. That's exactly what people are thinking. <laughs> Miss Strange, does it still count as a dig if we don't dig it up? It's, it's quite dug up. <laughs> like it, it's 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 about as dug up as it can it, it can possibly be, my dear. Where are you? I'm at the top of the pyramid. So. Oh my! How did you get up there? <laughs> oh no! No, come down. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> 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 she walks out, walks into the sunset glint and disappears. And then you see her coming out of a lower level of the pyramid a couple of levels later. Huh. <laughs> oh my, that was quite the, the exit you made there. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I actually remembered um, a tale from one of your um, husband's expeditions. Oh yes, do tell. Yes, uh, I decided to... Uh, run into where the scabrooms were to hopefully get the temple to protect me a bit and I noticed there was an open sarcophagus so I climbed into that and used that to shield me oh my can't get it that's an Indiana joke that's a French story that's a French story Lewis and Ellie yeah Speaking of, where is Tom? He is missing. I cannot see him. Is that true? Ooh, good question. Oh, is he just buried in the sand or is he missing? Now, oh, come on. If I have to appear, so does he. What, free, fight, free hero points? Right before we, you know, finish the adventure. Yeah. Yes, but you'll get it after you refresh anyway. It just slows down, Susan. Let's be honest. Uh, um, it, it's her decision. True. Jan gets one of these anyway for getting screwed by the GM. Um, <laughs> blast pierces heavy armor. Oh. It counts as a heavy weapon that pierces heavy armor. So oh, I don't know that. And the torso has heavy armor on it that requires heavy weapons to actually hurt it because it's a giant stone pyramid. It would be good to have an extra hero point just in case because we are going to be going back to potentially come up against. Um, but would you leave, leave Egypt without Thomas? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> and you need my funds, or potentially need my funds. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So, I, I know where this is going. Yeah. Okay, so, you look round frantically, and <coughs> Tom, and you think you can very faintly hear this, this yowling from somewhere. Mm. Um, you think it's coming from inside the pyramid somewhere? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, because you wouldn't hear it if he was lay, buried under layers of sand. And so I presume you're going to go in looking for the, um, looking for the pyramid and everything else type yep. of thing. Yeah. Um, so... At which point, this actually becomes a group to go around on the Yeah, I think that makes us a great reward. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you go in and you poke around the pyramid extensively. This is this is quite difficult. It is upside down. <laughs> it avoids all the traps at least. <laughs> um, it, it appears to be full of mummies, but none of them are moving. For the moment. <laughs> Um, and generally you've got to break out various shovels and spades and pickaxes and hands and all the rest of it and dig around in here. Um, one thing that probably will happen before we get to this is if people need healing. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Jeremy, do you want to make some healing yeah. checks? Okay, who needs healing? 
Everyone except me. And Bernard and Jeremy, so we only half the party. Doctor Strange, Jer- Jonathan, and Amara. Are you all at one wound? One? Yep. yep. Oh, that's easy. Three healing checks at minus one there. Okay, so first one. Success. success. Yep, that's Jonathan. I can try. And super success. Success. Yep. Now that's okay, right. I'll give you a go, Jonathan. Yep. Uh, where's my healing D4? Yep. D4 minus one. Uh, what for the heart? So you technically equal to the wounds. Uh, there we go. Yeah, I did it. Boom. Okay, so we spend so probably about 30-40 minutes patching ourselves up. Yeah, so you think Tom is trapped somewhere in there, but you can hear the, the yowl echoing out from in there. So it's clear he's not in any immediate danger. So you take some minutes, several, several tens of minutes to patch yourself all up and everything else. Mm-hmm. You go in, you poke around extensively in the pyramid, um, and after about a good two hours, um, you find Tom just sort of nestled against one of the one of the bits of stone, nice warm sand pool around him just asleep. Wow. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. Huh? Thomas. Ah. Oh. Oh. There you are. You came to rescue me. Good. I was wondering what was taking so long. Oh, well, come, come here. Come here. We, we, we have quite an afternoon ahead of us. I left something in the sand for Bernard to clean up. I don't even bother translating that. Bernard's responsibilities do not extend to this pyramid, my dear. <laughs> I suppose I must clean all the sand out of his fur. Gently? Wow. <laughs> he's, very se- he's very sensitive skin at the moment. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't shake the cat! <laughs> You know, for those who are listening, who have no context for that. <laughs> it's a cat wearing a bow tie, obviously. <laughs> we don't shake the cat stuff. and the bow tie falls off. Damn it, I didn't make it so you could be shook. Presumably in. a real cat would make more noise if we started chucking around the bow. Well, I can put the tasheries back in, he'll just won't stop talking. <laughs> um, you don't want him talking the whole entire afternoon, do you? So you step out from the pyramid looking... Tired, covered in sand, picks, shovels, you know, all that sort of thing all over you. Um, Doctor Strange. I see the imminent arrival for this for. Oh! <laughs> you can't again. give you anything nice. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange, you have out um, your your various sort of occulty gear for the, the the divining things and the dousing rods and that that you've been using to try and find Tom. <clears throat> yeah. So. You all step out of the pyramid, um, looking like, on later Some inspection, you know, possibly looters or people who raised a giant mummy, you know, using your occult powers or some such thing. And as you step out, you hear the <laughs> of a hundred or so guns clicking away, and you see that the inverted pyramid is surrounded by army jeeps. And a bunch and a heavy pile of Egyptian soldiers all pointing guns at you, and they start shouting for you to put your hands up in Arabic. Um, <laughs> I realize this looks bad, folks, but we can explain. Can I do a diplomacy? Did he bow? Did he bow? <laughs> 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 
Alright, I think we're all going to put our hands up and then endeavour to talk our way out of this. Okay. Mm. So, we then <coughs> go into the montage scene functionally. Um, mm. You are getting arrested. Yeah. Um, the, the gist of this, for those of you who speak, they... The commander jabbers and yells at you at 100 miles an hour. Those of you who speak Arabic can translate effectively. Um, he wants to know, you know, how, what the deal with the giant mummy is. You know, you're all under arrest for raising some sort of giant monstrosity to destroy Cairo, etc., etc. Come with him to the army barracks and, you know, they're going to grill you off, essentially. And you get taken off. Hmm. And at this point, um, we have effectively finished the Egyptian adventure yeah. and are now moving back into um, the travel time stuff. Yep. The first challenge of which will be talking your way out of the yep. arrest that you have gotten yourself into. Yep. Um, but so, you have done Egypt. Yay! Um, people gain an XP's from last yeah. time. Uh, we gain an XP. We, just, we hadn't yet got one from last time. Uh, people then gain another XP for stopping the mummy before it started crushing Egypt. Yay! <laughs> So it's two XP's? Yep. 20. 28. Mm-hmm. One from last time and one for some oh, money. Were you guys on 26? Yep. Oh, okay, I must have missed writing one down. So 27 or 28? 28. Is this taking long enough to refresh our points? Uh, you, you can presume so. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Sorry. I'm just going to travel time anyway. So I, I, I may I, I may say no if you know you immediately start calling for a huge amount of them in the very first leg of travel, but effectively assuming they're back again. Um, so people gain XP, mm-hmm. and um, remember you can make a bigger check every day to try and use that word. Though, yeah. oh, I've already gone. I've oh, that, oh that's right. sorry, that's right. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. No, sorry, I forgot you fixed it. That's no, all good. It's all good. It was, it was a nice healing. It was a it's nice leap. It's every couple of days you get a bigger check to try it. Oh, every couple of days, sorry. Uh, and refresh. Yay. Yay. Everybody go back up to your total if you're under it. Or do stay go, on your higher total. Do we go on under. our total plus one? No, no, the, no. Uh, there's, a green, there's an extra green one, one in the, the bag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know okay. if you're over No. No. You just stay on. Oh my goodness, that was a rocky... Stay, that was a whatever rocky advantages you the best. Ah, it's only going to be for this time. Next one he may do better. Oh, huh? Wow, <laughs> says you. <laughs> We're using... Adam and I are thoughtfully using up the white ones so the rest of you can have pretty draws. Well, oh, says you. Oh, he had two left over. Oh, right, I see. Yep, red, white, and blue. Damn it, that's my hand. <laughs> <laughs> the peak combo. Wow, how do we pick up all of the white? Are you sure you didn't put more white in here than the I chucked all the hero points back in again. Mm. No, we, we just had a bad draw. I'm not looking forward to the jeans draw. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, I still had one. So here's one white back and I'll keep my red. Thank you. <clears throat> well, there you go. That's where all the blues went. Oh, oh, it's one blue that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we keep the blue, uh, accumulating these greens, eventually it'll be just green to the back. So, dun dun dun, little achievement comes comes up um, of you know the secrets of Sekhmet achieved. Dun dun. Yep, and then the camera pans over the photo of like 
the pyramids in the background, Mrs. Whittingham smiling in the foreground with the various PCs clustered around. Uh, um, does the, um, you know, the, the photo fades in. And, and, and I get another photo of us standing in front of the upside-down pyramid. Yeah. And the camel merchant looking at the upside-down pyramid, he turns to his camel and says, My friend, I smell opportunity. Huh? <laughs> and then... Anybody can see a pyramid that's, that's the normal, yeah. the boring way, huh? And then we go back to the map, and you can decide that, so, to remind you of this, this is, um, you have preemptively, as characters, decided on the route you will be following, so Fog knows it as well, style of thing. Uh, As players, you just decide from time to time, you just decide from adventure to adventure. So you have now completed the secrets of Sekhmet, the Egyptian adventure, and then you are heading to your second agreed-upon destination, which is one of these other adventures. So, respectively, we have... Uh, it's the Strange Expedition, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's the Strange Expedition in The Train to Tomorrow, the time travel and general weirdness style genre. Um, we have The Strange Expedition versus The True Terrors of Transylvania, um, which is sort of pulp horror and investigation-y stuff. We have The Strange Expedition in The Lost World. Uh, which is down in Antarctica and is the classic Hollow Earth, Savage Lands, dinosaur-style stuff. Um, the Strange Expedition versus the Crocodile Cult in the Amazon, uh, which is jungle adventure and more pulp archaeology. We have the Strange Expedition and a simple job in New York, which is the espionage um, and plotting and urban mystery-style stuff. Uh, and we have the strange expedition in lights, camera, murder, which is the um, Scotland one in Castle Fog. That is um, the detective story. Hmm. Well, we already have the number one suspect, the butler. Hang on, is this like like Pluto or something? It was the butler in the in the lounge with the, with the wrench or something. Well, you stole your wrench. Yeah, I expect a great. I, I expect and have built the scenario to contain a great number of the butler jokes. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get many compounds from this. Thank you for bringing a butler with you. <laughs> so it is. It is entirely up to you as players. Um, I like lights, camera, murder. <laughs> um, and then the other question we have before the table is, what's happening to Jeremy? Oh. On departing, Jeremy will not be accompanying you to the yes. next adventure, presumably. Um. Uh, several people posited that left to Jeremy's own devices, he would join Team Evil and <laughs> join the Null Society to oppose the party. Yeah, I think maybe... Maybe that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Maybe he becomes an NPC. Well, well, I I do have a suggestion. Like Jeremy seems kind of anti-Thul society. Hmm. He could be kidnapped, but then that kind of why haven't we rescued him? I see him starting his own anti-Thul society, which is just as evil, but against the Thul society. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the, there was the the crazy old cat, um, the crazy lady. Um, what was her name? It was. Uh, yeah. Did you want to team up with her? No, I don't think that was the Jeremy style. No, no, no. She has funds. Like she like, has funds, but she believes in all this 
Yeah, she's explicitly an occultist. Who okay, thinks her so dead husband's spirit is out there? Yeah, somewhere. so so you're not into the occultist stuff. No, he, no, he's not. He's okay. a scientist. But maybe he, maybe he still tries to get funding from her because that's his only contact currently. Well, apart from Doctor Strange, but hmm. oh god, maybe you team up with Frenchie because you're the only person at the table who did hate him on sight. <laughs> <laughs> He could receive word from Dr. Morrow that there's a urgent scientific project yeah. that needs to... Um, yep. And, um, mm. you know, he needs to sort of rush back and assist with it style of thing. Yep. Dr. Morrow's on the trail of something really important science-wise. Yep. And he needs his assistance. You know, he doesn't want to interfere with the bear, but he needs his assistant back. I just realised one of his descendants could be the Clock King from Batman. Clock King? Very behind a villain. Awesome villain. Awesome, yes. He fought Batman by timing the exact time it takes him to throw a punch in the kick. Batman. Crazy. That's a second gallery. Um, Flash. Second this. And only because they called it rogues. Oh, well, that sounds, that sounds like a plan then. Yeah. So... Um, this will be after people have, have sort of escaped the Egyptian authorities style thing, but um, there will be a telegram at the hotel for you, Mark. Mark, Mr. Wright, stop. You know, urgent stop. Um, scientific crisis developing in London. <laughs> scientific <Stop>. crisis! <laughs> Future in jeopardy. Stop. Dr. Morrow, come urgently. Dr. Morrow. Dot. Come rest of expedition. Me. Rest of expedition. Stop fog. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> At which point, Jan, you are free to weigh in with your opinion of where people should go next, or you are free to depart at your leisure. As oh, you like. um, no, you guys pick. I like like lights, camera, murder. Yeah, but it's um. I thought we could do that one last. I want to do that one last. <laughs> yeah, but then we've got to check all the way back. So well, it doesn't matter. It, like, it, it doesn't matter because he's doing the same thing as me. Relative matter who does it first. Yeah, re- remember the the geographical distance between the points is irrelevant because fog has to follow the same route that you do. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how long it takes you to go from point A to point B. And we don't have to do a straight route either. He'll be doing from one side comparatively the same. My thought is to save up lights, camera, murder for a couple more adventures because yeah. it's going to be all Bernard backstory and it would be cooler to um, do it when we've had a bit more time I, to get I have actually on. written it now, which I had for the first one. <laughs> we could oh. go off after well, the crocodile. I deliberately asked you to not pick it for the first one because the one I hadn't finished writing. We oh, could yeah. go after the crocodile time saying that quote, saying that it's, you know, connected to the um, scrolls. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe not the other pulp archaeology you went yeah. straight after. Yeah. I wonder about the true series of Transylvania, mm. or possibly the trains of tomorrow. I yeah. would like to be kidnapped by Dracula. Remember, <laughs> as, as characters, all you're getting is go to yay country yeah. meet. Yeah, yeah we don't know that we're going to be encountering. It's Transylvania. We've got to be Dracula. No, no. In Transylvania, you are being sent to Castle Dracula to meet Count Dracula. That is the NPC that you are meeting. <laughs> Holy crap, really? Yes. <laughs> Shouldn't we be stopping Dracula? Um, 
He at, hasn't done anything wrong yet. He may not be Dracula yet. At this point, for, for general information, um, Stoker's Dracula, uh, which in the real world came out at, around actually this sort of time, um, has come out about 10, 15 years earlier. Right. Um, so the Dracula myth would be well known to anyone who reads that sort of literature style yeah. of thing with exactly the, the classic um, Dracula myth from the book. Um, however, you you have been assured that you know it is a fictional story. The man you are going to meet is Count Dracula, descendant yeah. of Vlad the Impaler, who lives in a castle <laughs> in Bran, where the fictional story is set. Oh. But, oh. but yes. he is a sort, he is assuredly not a vampire. Right. So it's just um, Transylvania noblemen. These are, these prejudices can be so yeah, Bran, unkind. Bran Transylvania is where the fictional and the real Castle Dracula are located. Man, I bet Castle Dracula gets a lot of tourists. Oh, gosh, yes. There's holidays centred around it. So, yeah, that, that's the thing that's happening there. Cool. Um, the train to tomorrow is entirely the adventure on the way to the adventure, so where you're going and who you're meeting, I will tell you, depending on where I you're coming the, from. The I think the train of tomorrow should be a, um, a midpoint adventure. Well, what do people think about the true terrors of Transylvania? Yeah, I like that. that. As long as Jonathan, it's not too many. Ski- I mean, there probably won't be mummies, though. So yeah, all there'll be horrible Vampire things. Vampire mummies. There probably ah, won't ah, be ah. ones you're that phobic to. Yeah. I have a simple task for you. Bring me a bride from Egypt. A dead woman. A mummy. Ah, no. ah, ah, for my little vampire children. Yeah, she's going to talk like this the whole time. Oh, oh God. Everyone in Transylvania is going to talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone talks like a vampire. Not that. A count! This is the voice of a count! Yes. Yes. So, one! Two! So, did you know we originally got the name from being taxers for the great Vad the Impaler? We would say you owe him one sovereign! Ah, ah, ah. You know that's actually. Two! You know that, that count is actually a vampire trait? What? One of the ways you could stop a vampire <clears throat> was to throw sesame seeds at it. And he'd be compelled to count every single sesame seed. That's true. I thought you were going to say Sesame Street. No. Throw Sesame Street at him. He's compelled to watch. <laughs> this is so good. It's like, like they put me in the show. It's like circles on itself. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of I the... I thought there was going to be yeah, a great was that it, was that it, Before we got derailed by Sesame Street, was there a yes for the terrorists of Transylvania? Sounds sure. like it. So yep. It's going to sure. bite. Um, sure. I'm going to head uh, off. I'll try to um, catch up before Christmas. Damn it! Oh, yeah, fudge. Oh. Did I get it before you? If you leave it here, it will be eaten. <laughs> okay, no, you missed that. Uh, I said it's going to suck. Thank you, Jan. <laughs> we have enjoyed having you. Yeah, keep up with me. Keep up with me. See you, Jan. See you. Oh, my God. I can't believe you. Yeah, you missed my initial Like a stick through the heart, Susan. I made a bad sandwich pun today and Grant missed it. It was like, I was just wanting you to make a sandwich pun and then he made two in quick succession. (laughs) (laughs) Never underestimate the power of the crime. Alright, so do we want to take a moment and rejig our characters at all to compensate for it? Yeah. I'm going to give myself a healing. So you'll need to take a skill point off something yeah, else. So take one of your skills down. Yeah. Healing up. Oh. Like I suppose I would. <coughs> I'm sure we can go in the box of deceased characters. 
Well, you could technically put your resources back down to D8. I was considering that. I'm just seeing if there's anything Where's else here that would be worth it. My weird senses are D6. Yeah, I might do resources because my resources are sweet to go up. Yeah, so you can put it up again. <laughs> Damn it. And things I have to sacrifice to be able to heal. All this money. Well, then I pay people to heal for me. Yeah. It's, it's like I have to pay all this money to go to, to stop the school. And so you're going from Transylvania, <laughs> Egypt to Transylvania? That's the plan. Okay, so I do six in healing now. Quite, quite the most direct route, obviously. Jared? Yep. I'm going to um, knock my intimidation down to D4 minus 2. And boost my weird science and science up instead. Go for it. Cool. Um, that way we have a. S- I, I am as I also had science. Uh, John, yes, John was a scientist. So. Well, I'll, I'll at least. I'll do weird that. science. That's all the fear of, of the mummies. Yeah. Yeah. So keep forgetting he's a scientist. <laughs> oh, I can't do weird science. I'm already at D6 smart. Shit. Yeah. Okay, let me have a think. What else did... Where's you the character just, You could just leave... I've just taken away. No. Um, Do we need weird science? Yeah, to be honest, I think you'd be pretty safe to leave it be. Because mm. weird science is, is the kind of thing that you use when you're doing weird science crap. Yeah, it's not actually a skill the party needs like to be. I, I can build up repairs. I'd actually personally probably just leave it be, but... Yeah, Sacrifice intimidation. Uh, intimidation. What are we like for academics? We're good for academics, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I've got D6. Okay, so we're good for that. What else was it good at? Repair, shooting, is death. They ran out of coffee. I have a vampire boyfriend in this room. Does he sparkle? No. Thank God. Kind of terrifying with one of the CGs, actually. That one there. He drinks coffee. No, you see that bottle of red juice? Tomato juice, obviously. No, 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 no. It's like red tea or something. Because it's supposed to be Japan and stuff. But his name's Victor Sensei. (laughs) He's totally not a vampire. No. Kind of terrifying seeing CGs. <laughs> I'll do repair and empathy. Okay. Mm. That'll be good. Um, what's your empathy act? Mine's at D6. Same. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with a bunch of people having yeah. empathy. It just makes it happen. That's the CG. Remember to put your... Um, <laughs> terrifying! <laughs> You're supposed to be a teacher at the school. It's like, um, terrifying. Okay, and we're ready to try and break out of custody. I don't know if we're going to see Fog and the others at some point. We need to break out. We're going to talk to them first. Yeah, yeah, we're we're going to break out. (laughs) Call that (laughs) check. We're going to break out in the sense of talking our way out. Yeah. Just doing your travel. Yeah, that's fine. Mm, So we've got repair, science. Um, academics, healing. Oh, he's got a lot of healing. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We, we, we can manage on a, a D6 and put the adequate supply of healing there. I just need to go and check the, the um, label is sitting over the top of the country for your travel. Mm-hmm. 
hell is that? If it's at the bottom, then yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Holy heck, no, there's chicken scratches. Yeah. It's like the same weird kind of grease that is the word. Well, it's a D12, so it must be his weird science, but holy heck. What? Oh, at the bottom. Yeah? Says it's having a hard time reading it, but we all know uh, it's it says, signs. It says sigh weird. Yeah, I know, <laughs> That's but why trouble reading. It, it looks like chicken stretches. Or Savold, one of the two, for his Norse runic casting. <laughs> <laughs> Norse runic casting would actually be really awesome and play with magic. Yeah, you could do it very easily. Yeah. Sound really triumphant. Uh, do you have something to wipe this stuff off or clean it? So, if you need um, more, put a splash of water on the thing. So you are. I all think let's just take a moment. Yay, kaiju mummy! Yay! Yay. <laughs> I really enjoyed my giant kaiju mummy. It was a pretty awesome fight. Mm. I was and good, I can say that you stabbed a mummy to death in the toe. <laughs> we stabbed the sand and it bled magic. He found his Achilles toe. Pay attention to the t- that tactic for giant slayer, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. The bigger they are, the worse they like being slashed in the toe. pieces by the middle of his toes. That's terrifying. I was just like, oh no, I can't, because I just picture it being my fingers and imagine. Oh. The, the Marquis of Queensbury <laughs> rules don't really cover how to jewel a giant city sized mummy. <laughs> For some reason, it's not something they consider you know, part of their normal teachings. Foolish, really, given how often it can happen. Well, we just stumbled upon a giant mummy just by mistake, didn't we? You did. That's what we're going to explain to the Egyptian authority. <laughs> so, the five of you, and, and Jeremy still for the moment, um, are basically dragged off into separate rooms, um, put, in, put in the back of jeeps by the Egyptian army. They stare suspiciously at you, especially Jonathan, because yeah. <laughs> he has those shifty eyes. Well, <laughs> first you know he's been before them before, I'm sure.
take you off, basically drive you to an army, what is a, literally a British army base at this point, um, outside of Cairo, um, and drag you all off into separate rooms where you are cer- certainly by no stretch of the imagination beaten on or anything like that, but you are put in the little windowless rooms, um, and several people come by to speak to you. And you will very easily get people who speak English as well, because the primary people you've got coming in here are actually British girls. Um, and we basically see the montage of them waving their fingers and you know pointing guns and shouting at you, and and it's it's a string of questions of you know where did that giant mummy come from? You know, are you certain you had nothing to do with it? I don't believe you, etc., etc., etc. I'd just like to make note that when it comes to me, I'm doing my absolute best to make sure they know that Stossa is the person responsible. So, this woman says, you need to move which sweet out for a spot of pyramid flipping. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like power tipping or table flipping. We just got angry and flipped the pyramid. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, we are looking for everyone... Getting yourself extracted from the Egyptian authorities at some point will not be a particular concern. There's no real evidence linking you to the mummy beyond you're the first people on scene. It's merely you look suspicious, and it's a question of how long it takes you to how long it takes you to get past all this bureaucracy and suspicion and things. So this is this will be a check for everyone. Um, with, as with these travel group checks, it's the majority of the group passes or you all get delayed, essentially, because it's not like you're going to leave without some of your members. Um, you can use persuasion for this. You can also use intimidation to either try and scare the army or wind them up. However, if you fail your intimidation checks, you'll be making things worse rather than better, because the, the army are not necessarily the people that you want to start sassing. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't say that. When you say you, what are you? No, you need to use your, pers- your shifty eyed persuasion. Are we doing this one at a time? Or? Yeah, why not? So, start. Uh, it's just arbitrary around yep. the table. So, Jonathan. So, it's a pass. Yeah, maybe not. Shifty Ooh, eyes. Surely your shifty eyes. Yeah, it's a zero. Yeah. Persuasion is oh. yeah. Jonathan is, is wildly four. unconvincing and we see his eyes dark I, like, I, I swear I, I know nothing about mummies aren't you a doctor Egypt Charlie? yes but other than that I know nothing ah so so very suspicious we find this you know and and what's the deal with these Egyptian artifacts that were found in your pockets and your backpacks that I was like? <laughs> but I've had them through care a likely story it was you disturbing them that raised the creature up. Yeah, you you actually will get slapped around a bit yeah. by various army people. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> uh, I think I'll go next. Yes, it's very unlikely that you that Mara will get slapped around. By <laughs> yeah, but as as they're like talking to her, she she's going to start, uh, you know. Uh, be very quiet and cries funny like, why are you so mean to to Uncle Jonathan and just give them absolute yeah, dollar eyes yeah, you're, you're all off in separate rooms but you assume you're smacking Jonathan around oh, everyone yes. smacked Jonathan <laughs> and just you know yep. absolutely try to go at them with this go for it wow no no 
No, no, still, no. Uh, <laughs> it, isn't it still a class anyway that you have charisma? Yeah, I know, but I want to bet it's better than that. That's better. So that's a seven. And, you know, obviously you had nothing to do with it, but, but yeah, we want to know about these strange people you're traveling with. And of course, you, you, you look a little tired. You know, would you like a, would you like a nice cocoa, perhaps? And, and, and we'll bring you some cookies. <laughs> oh dear gods. Uh, 20 for Pete. Holy do, do you supply them the metal for their weapons? You get this. You get this American colonel who is sequestered to the British army, and he comes in to see you. Ah, there you are. There you are, sir. There you are, son. Good to see. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you, sir. What's the very American name? Colonel Thornton. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, sir. He isn't Colonel Flag. So obviously. Obviously a fellow, obviously a fellow patriot like yourself. Is that a Pittsburgh accent I detect? Uh, oh no! Damn right! Sir. Damn right! Sir. Obviously you had nothing to do with this, but you understand this paperwork. Just tell me a bit about. Just it's, tell me about no, what. Naturally, happened. sir. It's it's your um, it's your fairly standard wandered out into the desert, were attacked by a giant, a mummy the size of a building story. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, I've been I've been attacked to mummies on previous visit visits to Egypt, but this was the biggest mummy I ever saw. <laughs> and then I, you know, describe it in the form of various Pittsburgh landmarks that resemble the height-wise, so we get yep, a good picture yep. of just how big this mummy was. And that, wow. is, that is a pass for Pete. You are very quickly, you know, yeah. thank you thank you for your flying service, and that's yep. what wow. <laughs> It's a shining star planted on his chest. Intimidation, do I get the plus two for being a taunter? Yes, you do. The, oh, the, you the, the trick is, do don't fail. <gasps> You failed. Or, well, that's why I'm on the school yeah. So, yeah. Reroll. You, Does the school bus matter for this? No. Okay, that's a four. You, you, well, in the oh, sense that you will also earn yourself one or two slaps. Bird gets very silly. You presume that everyone else is getting treated the same way, but when you come out, you'll find that several of them have been offered, you know, nice cold water and refreshments and that sort of thing. You know, you as immediately the guy walks in and sits down with a piece of paper and starts with, so tell me what happened. You are to plonker. I'm, I'm an English butler. What do I know about these strange things in the desert? My boss just uh, drags me everywhere. <laughs> I see. And, you know, he notes down several things, and you get more irritated and sass him, and eventually hmm, nods, walks off, leaves for a while. You get off with no refreshments. You don't quite get slapped, but when you come out, you'll discover you've had much more uncomfortable treatment than everyone else. Um, but but you do indeed just basically sass the guy before he gets exasperated with writing down all your bullcrap. <sighs> Doctor Strange. Okay, so when they when they go to interview me, um, I'll I'll um, inform them that if they wish to interview my cat, that I I can be there to help translate for them. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. Uh, one moment. Uh, go off. A, local cons- a, local co- a local consultant informs me that, in fact, 
the word of cats isn't binding in Egyptian law by legal precedent, established <laughs> in 1750. <laughs> oh, that's quite a shame. He would he would back back my story up completely. What sort of a half-assed country is this? <laughs> we used to be worshipped as gods. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, very well then. I'll, I'll, I will Why don't you tell thing. me in your own words instead of the cats? Okay. Do you want me to do an uh, occult? Uh, uh, do you want me to do an uh, empathy? It, do you is, want me to... it is persuasion or intimidation. Persuasion, it is. Um, I will tell give them the facts, but you need to make them believe. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's a six there. So it's an eight. Okay. Um, I believe me. I will give them the full occult, and I'll, I'll describe is, exactly each of the rituals. That is passes for the majority of people. Yep. So. Uh, eventually, they are forced to let Jonathan go, despite their private conviction yep. that he's guilty of something. Yeah, Jonathan is definitely the last one out, and, and indeed, you all get you all get asked these questions. They go away. They come back in the test. So. Tell us about Dr. Hannah. <laughs> Tell us about Jonathan. What was he up to? And you could see him at all times, and he didn't disappear from your sight at any point. And, and you're sure he was fighting the mummy instead of just shooting what blanks wildly? Mm-hmm. Very suspicious. This is my nephew you were talking about here. Uh, don't worry, everyone has a black sheep in their family, ma'am. <laughs> and eventually, you were taken out. We're, we're Colonel Frobisher. Of the Frobisher of the Cairo army, um, says to you, says, says to you, well, thank you all very much for our cooperating with our investigation. What, D- you know, the classic English guy, big, huge moustache, safari hat style thing on. Uh, thank you all very much for your fine service. It would have been a right, would have been a right kettle of fish had a giant mummy managed to crush half of Cairo under my watch. I'm very glad you folks were here. Thank you all very much. Six. Look, looks to you. We'll be watching you, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next time a giant mummy comes up, I'm not going to be here. Do you know why? Because it wasn't me who arranged it. We've definitely, we've definitely taken down for our reports that that's what you have planned. Wow. <laughs> Has capacity to raise giant mummy. Claims not to have done so. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, and then we see you guys basically finish with the army. Colonel Frobisher will basically um, have his men drop you back off in Cairo proper. You're only 10 minutes outside the city in the army base. At which point you are free to make your travel plans whoever you like, and as you unfurl the map, we cut away. Um, uh, here we go. Oh, okay. I was just going to mention we should find out how far away Phineas is. I think that's what the cutscene is for. It is indeed cutting uh-huh. to where the bad guys are. Excellent. Um, so, <coughs> it cuts away and we see the little caption comes up of... El- okay. <laughs> the, the little caption comes up of elsewhere in Cairo. Yeah. Um, Phileas is lying beside a swimming pool, um, has the big, huge parasol out, you know, covering him up from the sun entirely, um, 
Elsa is sort of standing behind him, her arms folded, her eyes just sort of tracking from side to side, watching around the place kind of thing. Phileas is completely ignoring everything, of course, and just, just having a big fru-fru-fruity drink. Um, and he says, uh, where's my fog voice? Ah, there it is. Oh my gosh. Do be a dare and rub my neck, Elsa. Uh, I'm under such terrible stress from all this travel. She said, she, of course, Phileas. Goes behind and indeed starts methodically, you know, giving her a little emphasis. It's a little ah, bit too deep ah, to show. Clear, ah. clear, clear across Cairo, Pete's eye twitches for no particular reason. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's the stuff, dear. Ah, uh, enough, enough. Well, now Pete's doing this. <laughs> Needing some bread, invisible bread. We have the photo we came. We have the photo we came for. Uh, we took that rather pointless trip out to the. We put that rather pointless trip out to the Great Pyramid to get it. But at least the old bat gave us the photo. And at least the old bat gave us the photo in the end. Now, is your brother going to be much longer? We do have something of a schedule to keep. Maxwell will be efficient in his dealings. I'm certain of that. Um, and we then cut... We, you see the camera pan across into sort of one of the private rooms down at the base of the hotel by the pool, pans through the door, through the little crack in the door, and inside we see Maxwell von Braun talking to Dietrich Stosser. And von Braun looks upset, he's twitching slightly and fidgeting. How... You are an imbecile. I have wasted an entire day following... We've wasted an entire day following this. And he slaps a letter down on the table. I tell you again, I did not write that. No. Then you have allowed your hiding place to be compromised. You have allowed your hiding place to be compromised, says Maxwell. You have allowed outsiders to interfere in the Thule Society's business. What was that thing approaching Cairo? Did you have anything to do with it? I, no! No, you did not. You did not have the situation under control. You had not thought through all of the angles. Your science was improper. Your occultism, sloppy. Your results, pathetic. Do you have anything to say for yourself? This is, uh, uh, there was interference from the strange expedition. Yes. That is something we must come to expect. The strange expedition is sticking their noses into a great deal of business. It does not concern them. If you had not led them here on the race, and Von Braun glared at them, and then just walks out of the, just walks out of the room without another word. Goes over to the pool. Mister Stosser has failed the full society. Remind him of the price of failure. Mm. And Elsa's eyes go down. Now, and she turns and strides towards the hotel door, reaching down the hand, just grabs the sword, and there's the slight shh as she begins to pull it, and then we cut away from there. And we return to you guys at your map. So, 
you are going to Bran, Transylvania. Uh, up to you whether you want to um, attempt to gather information in Egypt about um, it and the roots there, etc., 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 before you leave. But um, functionally, uh, can people give me a common knowledge roll? So smarts. And Jeremy at this point comes running in and says, I've received this telegram, I have to go. Yeah, rah, 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 and walks out of the floor. Transylvanians, you know. It's outside Europe, of America. Europe somewhere, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've got a four. Just four. Okay. Well, I still have the minus two penalties of the common knowledge check. So, so want to roll from her? Yeah, might as well, she's pretty smart. Um, this can be the wild. Uh, so, yep. Uh, she knows stuff about Transylvania, but okay. just regular one success stuff. Okay. So, Transylvania um, is in the area that they call East, the broader area of Eastern Europe, which is a whole bunch of, this is pop verse again, so there's a whole bunch of sort of similar little European principalities, um, all of which run off their own rules very much. Some of them have parliaments, some of them have kings, etc., etc. It is not really an area that any of you have extensively travelled to. Um, everyone who passes this, if they so choose, has read Stoker's Dracula. Sure. Um, <laughs> it is considered to be... I probably you know, have just bought it by default because yeah, I'm an occult yeah. scientist. It, it is considered <laughs> to be one of you know the great new... The, the great new fictional books. Mm. Um, I listen to the radio show because I can't have seen the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. If Nosferatu won't be out for a few years yet. Oh, I listen to Varney the Vampire. Varney? The, the real thing. Um, uh, <laughs> now. Uh, you made a success on your common knowledge role so you know stuff about Transylvania. Nice. So Add Dracula. Transylvania the country um, is... Middle is, is sort of Eastern Europe, um, sort of heavily forested area, um, prone to dramatic rain and thunderstorms and that kind of thing on a fairly dramatic. regular basis. Um, sort of agricultural community, small villages around the place. Um, Bran is a town, but only just at this age. It's it's you know half a dozen people above being a rural village. Um, the from the English point of view, you would consider it to be quite an unenlightened area. Mm. Um, it, it is very backwards and superstitious and stuck a century behind you style of thing. There are all manner of tales of monsters which have only become wildly more popular with the success of Dracula. Um, and the man you are meeting there is Count Dracula himself, who, you know... Is presumably not a vampire because it's just a fictional story. Yeah. A very well written one. Um, you know he is a basically a noble that lives in a castle and Bran is a descendant of Vlad the Impaler, the famous conqueror. And so, Transylvania. Ways to get from hither to thither. Uh, most directly, you can cross the Mediterranean and go uh, across Greece as a landmass, or you can go around Greece by boat. Um, the more convoluted one the slightly further one is you can go through Arabia um, and then up through Persia where it's basically more deserty travel stuff then curving back in to get to Transylvania um, 
some direct boat patrol in the process? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, direct boats going there, however, is is pretty much not going to happen. Um, there are no boats a- at all going up to Transylvania from Egypt because there's just no trade, no no point of commonality, etc., etc. Boats going to Greece is another story. A standard any sort of standard shipping line will get you there. You could theoretically hire a boat and get up to Trans well, not to quite to Transylvania, but to the edge of Eastern Europe, essentially. Um, but that would involve you having to acquire a boat for yourselves as opposed to getting a commercial trip there. I would suggest boat up to Greece and then drive through, drive yeah. up from Greece. Hmm. And once again, you're pretty much going to have to, you know, buy buy. Um, at, in in Greece, it's going to be buying cars rather than hiring them because the civilization basically isn't set up in such a way that there's large car hiring places around. No, but we probably want a car given we're heading to Transylvania and we probably want to own the car. We're probably not sending it back to yeah. Transylvania. As long as it's not a Model T or if it crank the handle. No, it's going to be a Model T where I crank the handle. <laughs> You don't well, have we to have crank them, my lady, of course. Oh, I don't have to yeah. drive it either, do I? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I know no. Butler's for that. Don't <laughs> <Keith> and Jonathan <laughs> have driving with piloting. I'm so and, glad I have you around. I'm, I'm so very cranky if I can do that job. Grant's <laughs> <laughs> uh, really getting a handle on his bumrock. I feel shafted. Very well done, folks. Wheel, let's go. <laughs> it drives me crazy. <laughs> you don't want to stick a spoke in our wheel, huh? Stop touching it. <laughs> I think he's getting tired. <laughs> As the GM, I have to remain above this nonsense. Really? Yep. Not even one? No. Oh, I think. I'm just thinking about the game. I think you're just going to. He's trying to think one. of a better pun than when we're he doesn't need to be. coming up with. He's a GM. He's already a car pun. And then Arabic ninjas attack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's really. All right, so we were taking getting a boat to Greece. Yeah. yeah. So you basically um, this is actually comparatively simple. You ring the shipping lines up. Yeah. Um, ask you know when a boat's going to Greece, etc., etc., etc. Um, can. So you will find that basically um, you can wait a couple of days and get a standard shipping line going there, um, which is mostly cargo, but we'll actually be taking a few passengers as well. Um, or you can advance your schedule by a few days by um, taking a non-passenger line, essentially taking a transport ship that is going up there anyway and basically getting on the first ship regardless of quality kind of thing. We have lost some time. That'd be I think my we money. should take the first ship. Are you sure you can handle it, Melody? I I have a a good constitution. Very well. I have a D six. Yeah. <laughs> you have a constitution of a young child. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, a D six is pretty good. No, no, I, no, I have a D six. That's what. My, that's yeah, it. but you've got a high constitution for a child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a Greek accent, so I talk in a big a big European sort of Italian voice like this. 
you need uh, a captain Antonetti who, who run the ship to take you across your river. You say you say you want to go to Greece. Everyone wants to go to Greece. Greece have the best Oza in all the country. Oza, Oza, go the sailors. Um, now you 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 come you come you get your bags you get on you get on yes yes we we don't have good beds we kick some crew out no problem no problem. You hop on, you hop on, we, we take you across the Mediterranean. Not far, not far. Two days, two days, sail. We have our mattresses, though, don't we? Yeah, we've got band rolls and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Well, That's I fun. do. Anyway, don't interrupt, Jared. Two days, two days, take you across there. We drop you off in the in the bottom of Greece. You go up, you see a beautiful country. No problem, no problem, no problem. You come on, come on, come on. Hardy, hardy, hardy. Time is money, time is money. Awesome. I'm uh, excited about getting to drive through Greece. Greece is very free. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And can everyone make me an empathy check? I assume you can pretty trivially cover the funds for this. So. Is this related to dishonesty? <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Oh, is there such a thing as a critical success? I fail. I fail. <laughs> I got two uh, yes, successes and raises. Okay. Peter, Peter decided to. Peter decided to trust the guy. That's an eight. That's oh, I'll pay sorry. That was empathy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, made, I, I made a so success, success, but I have minus two penalty. I got two on both of my dice. So, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so these these fine, very animated Greekian fellows seem seem quite trustworthy. Is it a, is it a party success? Mara is suspicious. Oh, is it a party? Yes. Is a party win? Yes. Well, maybe should, should I? No, uh, no, that's all right. We we, we fail as a group. Yeah. We can't yeah. succeed on everything. Besides, this seems like a cool story one. Yeah, we totally trust the Greeks. And they get... <laughs> <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't totally trust the Greeks. Mm. But you yeah, Ma- Mara's suspicious, but there's a... Bit... I, I succeeded. Oh, cool. Okay, Mara and Jonathan yeah. are, are it's, it's basically you two see some behaviour that, that will somewhat distress you. These guys just are never in the right place to pick it up, kind of thing. I'm paying attention to my cat. And, uh, my cat is not a classic genre that no one listens to the small child, even though the small yeah. child is invariably right about everything. <laughs> and of course, Jonathan has those shifty eyes. So he's promised you. Time time he's again. promised you in his broken English two days to get there, style of thing, you know. Um, and when you get on his ship, um, he, those of you who have sort of points, in, which are basically the repairy style things, will notice. His ship is kind of just generally kind of a rust bucket and a shit heap. Um, you are in cabins that are fine. You know, they're not full of holes. They don't actively have cockroaches or anything like that in them. But there's, there's nothing good to say about them. Let me guess. It's the fastest hunk of junk on the Mediterranean. Um, the hey, don't insult the Mediterranean <laughs> The ship, however, oh, continues, continues to sort of to sway, burp, occasionally spit out piles of smoke, etc., etc. It's just generally, part of it is seasickness, but it's also not generally a terribly pleasant experience. Can everyone give me a bigger check? Oh, Nice. There are two fours. Oh Lord, I failed. I can't believe two fours. <laughs> <laughs> You're a land man, not a sea man. Yeah. Yep. So your sea legs have not come in, Pete. Can you take a level of fatigue? Yep. Um, you can, but there's very little point because it will almost immediately come back again. 
because based on the travel conditions ceiling. So what happens is you doubtlessly do, and Pete feels better for, you know, an hour or so, and then worse again. Yeah, fair enough. And so day one they come, and he serve you up, you know, the, the... the Greek food. It's not the pizza, even though he talked it like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, Greek fruits. Uh, <laughs> olives. olives are a fruit? Yes. No. Okay. okay. Yes, we, we have them in the many olives. We crush them mostly. We put them in the wine, or you, you want them whole. What the for? I like fruit. Uh, fruit goes, is great. Makes good uzo. Why don't you want the Uzo? Stories from my parents about the Uzo. Can you actually make me a persuasion check? I better my eyes at him and yeah. get an eight. You, you you actually have some difficulty convincing that you want fruit, you know, for eating. It doesn't look like these guys have anything like that in their diet at oh, all. Oh, grapes. You know, yeah. once you convince them all that, sure, you know, I'll cut some grapes and olives and that sort of thing, they don't really get a good impression of why you eat fruit instead of, you know, actual booze and, you know, meat and stuff. It's made out of fruit. What's the difference? Meat. So, day of one it comes. No problem, no problem. Day of two it comes. Mara, Jonathan, you're starting to get the impression these guys are perhaps not the greatest sailors on the seven seas. You know, the ship is just generally sloppy and not really ship shape. Can, can I do a piloting check? <laughs> to what? To figure out how fast we're going, probably. Yeah. Or if we're even if on we, course. Yeah, we're on course. Uh, that's actually survival. Wow. I can do survival. <laughs> yes. yes. She knows exactly where we're going. Fourteen. You you think you are on a course? We're definitely sailing in a direction. Yeah, it, it will definitely bring you to a port in Greece sooner or later. This is not necessarily the fastest route, and and indeed, day or two come and and the ship are not at Greece. Hmm. Greece not the scene on the horizon. And he, he, the captain doesn't bring this up with you or anything. You just all sort of realise at some point in day two, you know, you hmm. kind of said we'd be there and, and we're not. So I think, um, you know, at, at dinner, you know, after dinner, sort yep. of sitting around in our, you know, shitty little cabins, yep. we'll bring up. So, uh, but it doesn't, don't seem to have, you know, arrived in Greece. It's a bit distressing, perhaps. Should have waited for, I don't know, a better boat or whatever. I mean, the captain's, the captain's, yeah, the, the captain seems very nice and... I guess he knows what he's doing. He seems to enjoy his also a lot. But that's Greeks for you. <laughs> I think we should have a word with the good man. I'll go and fetch him directly. Well, we could go to him. <laughs> Probably not all of us at the same time. That would be rather... <laughs> well, it would be more polite to, for us to go see him as opposed to asking him to come see us. Mm. You're paying him good money, though. He should be uh, taking care of his passengers. So, yes, we'll go see the captain. He is, of course, sitting around with a bunch of sailors playing cards. Cigar smoke thick in the air. Drinks were all over the table. He sort of looks up as you go, Ah! My friends, are you come to join us? Uh, captain Antonelli, we're a bit um, distressed about our failure to be in Greece. 
It's, it's no problem. It's no problem. Be in Greece uh, a day, two a day. No problem. Uh, perhaps we could help steer. I, I, I'm really good with navigation and piloting, as is my friend here. Oh, it's, just, it's no problem. Our, our helmsman is, is great. Keeps us on course. His eyes always on the horizon. Which one of them? Aren't there any points to other guys? Yes, yes. Always, always keeping an eye out to where we are. I have the have the charts right in front of me. Perhaps just while you're playing cards, um, my buddy John and I could go up to the cockpit and, and have a bit of a look around at, at where we're going. Uh, go for it. Go for it. By by all means. Don't don't, don't interfere with the the buttons and things. The ship is very complicated. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Louis Zeppelin. Better than the person who built it. Okay. So, so we're going to go up to the... Yeah, you head up there. Jonathan consults the charts with your survival yeah. team and look around, that sort of thing. Um, you were pretty sure you were heading actually a port further inland to Greece than you were originally aiming for, but it is kind of all Greece. You are pretty sure that the ship will get there in the next day or two. Um there's nothing you can really do at this stage to make the ship go faster. Um, the only thing you can think of that you could do is actually bail out at this point, get on dinghies and try and um, get there yourself. But that has potential to go wrong. No, alright. What we'll probably do is just keep a bit of an eye on the um, route and make certain that we yep. continue to actually be going forwards for yep. Greece as opposed to somewhere else yep. in the Mediterranean. Yep. And with a bit more gentle nudging, yep. um, the next the next day, so day three rather than... Day, late day three rather than day two as yep. promised, you do eventually arrive in um, in Greece. Yeah. I take a photo. Where's my photo book? And we get our first failure. Yep. Ah. Arriving Greece. Okay. And you want to buy a car from somewhere in Greece? Yes. There's no problem. Many cars everywhere. Yeah, we're not asking Captain. Um, we thank Captain. I have a cousin. He's got yeah, yeah, a great yeah. car. Yeah, we we thank um, Captain Antonelli very much. But then we go find someone who isn't him to sell us a car. Yep. <laughs> Someone who isn't him or any member of his extended family. Uh, this is Greece. Everyone is a member of my extended family. I knew there was going to come up. We are as racist as racist. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Jared's a bit off the bat when he doesn't have the right cultural stereotype available. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing for Greece. Yeah, I don't really even know what a Greek accent would sound like. Oh, so. Greek to me. Uh, oh. yeah, so you're just having a pun, though, aren't you, right? Yeah, yeah, Wasn't Joey from Friends supposed to be part Greek or something? Yeah, but I'm pretty certain his accent was, you know, Joey accent. True. The only one I know is the, eh, forget about it. That's more like New York. New York hey, Greek. forget about it. That's Brooklyn. Okay, uh, so. You want a car? A uh, brand new car. Give me a resources check. Minus two. Mm. Do you want me to help you with it? If you'd the, like. The, the penalty being essentially a car is a more expensive thing. Are, are you trained in resources? Yeah, no, D6. Cool. No, no, I think we can. Is this five? So yeah, it was five. Okay. So, 
No problem. You you literally go to a car salesman who sells you a car. Easy transaction. No fuss. No muss. And we begin driving north. Yep, you begin driving up across Greece. Um, So Greece is sort of hilly country, large areas of plains and hills and that sort of thing. Um, It's actually very nice country, heavy on the agriculture. Yep. Lovely sun out. Course, the weather doesn't change by season, you just have sun because it's Greece. And crossing it is actually, you know, a fairly pleasant experience. You drive most of the day to over, over various hillocks and roads and things. Um, you make it to little bed and breakfast style things. You stay with, you know, some Greek, Greek mamas who make you, you know, beautiful food in the morning, that kind of thing. It's not fancy, but it's, it's very serviceable. Um, so much olive oil. And take a picture of that. Cross cross Greece. That's no. awesome what you I just worked out what you're doing and it's awesome. What's that? The photo book. <laughs> and we will take either a driving or a survival check. Uh, can only one person make it? Uh, no, this is basically the it, it's direction rather than physical driving. So my tra- What's the best way to get to Transylvania from here? Okay, well, so you two can argue with each other. My <laughs> and my survival are D4. Alright, why don't you roll a survival, I'll roll a piloting, and then yeah. we're covering our bases. Okay, uh, 11. I'm pretty certain I'm going the right way. <laughs> okay. So... Yes, you have absolutely no problem finding the quickest route across nine? Greece. Considering it's not America? Uh, that applies to my common knowledge. Yeah, Pilot, I think that's not common knowledge. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's it's driving. I, I drive. It's yeah, it's, it, what it literally is, it's like we know we're going north-ish according to the maps. Do I think it would be better to take the main route or this little country road that seems like it would shave some time off kind of thing? Yeah. And Indeed and Jonathan keeps track of more larger, broader details, like which way north is and which yeah. country we're in and that kind of stuff. Right. And you head up out of Greece, um, through one or two other little uninteresting countries that aren't big enough to be on the map of the folk world, and just amalgamated into Eastern Europe. Um, and you get told by the last bed and breakfast you were at, um, you know, she asks you, ah, oh, where are you ahead? Oh, into Transylvania. Roma. You want to be careful up there. It is a Romani country. Gypsies and thieves, all of them. And I don't know how far your car will get to you. The roads are not civilized like in the Greece. The people that go out of there, they, they go old school. They ride the horses and the carriages. There are roads, but there are roads and then there are roads, if you know what I'm saying. Are you good with the horse? She believes what she's telling you, but you, it doesn't seem to be something she's got personal experience. We seem okay when I'm not looking. Doesn't seem to want to She's very chatty and just talking to you. Do not shake my cat. <laughs> so he's only been bad once. Your choice of whether you take your oh, car in, <laughs> whether you take your car in and risk the roads, 
um, or whether you try and trade it out for like a horse and car- horses or horse and carriage style of thing. How far is it from here? Um, another day's travel, maybe. I to, think to brand. trade it. What does it take to drive a or drive? Um, have a horse, a horse and carriage. What does it take to use one of those? Uh, driving a carriage is driving. Riding yeah. a horse is survival. Okay, uh, I, I think we should go for seeing if we can get a horse and carriage because oh, we've yes. got two pilots here. Okay, I can't do either, so yeah, it's up to you guys. Yeah, but um, if, we get, if we get a horse and carriage, either me or Pete can take it. We can yeah, yeah, both, yeah. We can both drive it. Yeah. Because we've both got driving. Yeah. I, however, am the only one here with with survival. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, you're talking about, like, a carriage pull like, sort of four horses yeah. here, so you've got excess horses if you need them for yeah. horsey business. Um, so, I just, I think that's gonna... Horsey business? Horsey business. I think that's gonna be the easiest easiest option for everyone. Hmm. Seems that's the, uh, the local knowledge would suggest that that's what we should do. Yep. So, uh, trading your car in for a horse and carriage is going to be a great deal for some locals. And yeah, <laughs> there's no real concern that. doing that. And like, you're losing money, but you probably don't care. And what are you going to do with the car? I'm going to do horses. <laughs> it's all good. Yep, yep. We got some horse and carriage. Yeah. I'm just wondering if you want to leave it be for the session there, given that. One of our people was up till midnight reading a book. <laughs> oh, what were you reading? Later. Uh, no, it was only 11.30, but then I did get up at 5. Mm-hmm. I am getting a little... Do you want to just go off to sleep? I am pretty tired. Yeah, what time is it? It's half past nine-ish. Oh, that's pretty early to stop. Oh, I got my knocking on the head. What do you want to do, sweetheart? Oh, I would like to stop, but only if people are okay with that. I'd rather have the players awake for the adventure. Mm-hmm. It's more fun that way. Why don't we move to the dramatic point then? Yep. So you trade in for horses and carriages, and you know the the so you're expecting like two or three days of travel. I, I said less, but I meant two or three days of travel. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I did, I, I did then correct myself immediately afterwards without thinking I was listening by that point. Um, well, we thought you were just being Greek again. <laughs> so you do indeed find that as you head into Transylvania proper, um, the local wisdom you receive was in fact correct. The roads go from being... <coughs> through, through Greece, it's not like what you would call a proper road in the modern day, you know, tar seals and all the rest of it. But it is, you know, a no. flat, well-treaded... You know, ground. Yeah. Here it is more of a path through the trees is really the only <laughs> way you could define it. It weaves and it winds around big trees. At several points, the roads, the, the gravel road just kind of ceases altogether, and you've got to sort of ride on for a bit before it turns back into a road through just whatever area of trees you get through. It is dense, thick sort of forest, and the further you travel into Transylvania, the more foreboding it becomes. The night seems to hang quite long. The trees grow large around you and seem to sort of reach in their brushing noises. The horses look round. Um, and then, of course, it begins to rain and there is the boom of thunder. And then the horses perk their ears up as from behind you somewhere you hear the... Hoo! 
howl of wolves as you are now deep in the heart of Transylvania and something that is howling is coming up upon your carriage from behind. Dun dun dun! dun, dun. dun.